0: So how long are you staying here until it goes on? Probably is
1: that. Yeah, a um, few days and then I'm gonna see my kids. Okay, mm. back home? In Iran, mm. yeah. And then I'm moving to London.
0: Any, uh, did you book your flight yet?
1: No, not yet. No, everything's open because a lot of people need to see me, so I'm not sure. I'm very flexible and fluid.
0: I know, so you haven't even booked a return flight. That's awesome. I know somebody who would always get to the airport, never book his flight. Just get on the air just get to the airport and say, Okay, I need to fly to you know, so and so and usually always finds a flight. Talk a lot of course. Tra- yeah, talking <laughs> with a lot of attraction. Yeah. so everyone can get it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm doing here, right? Mm-hmm. There's usually a 25-second delay, depending on the, the situation. Jodi.
1: Hi.
0: Hi. Oh, it's been a while. It We're has. we planning on doing this. I've been planning on doing this for ages. Um, for those of you who are just logging on, I'm with Jodi Walmsley, keynote speaker, happiness coach, motivational speaker, and, and let me get this right, laughter yoga specialist.
1: That's laughter right.
0: Laughter yoga. Wow. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, um, my life changed ages ago. About, I'd say, 20 years ago it was my first time to actually find out about laughter. Um, I was living the dream. I had everything. I'd been training for a, a, an entertainment specialty and I, um, I'd reached my dream right out of school. And um, I was living the life. I was making great money. I was meeting fantastic people. I was really doing it. And bam. I got injured and I lost everything. I was very scared. I was in Macau, of all countries. Oh my God. <laughs> Not a very friendly place to be, stuck, alone, depressed. And um, so I did what any, any depressed person would do, and I went to the movies. And that's where it all started. I went to watch a film called, um, uh, what was it? It was, it was about Mozart. Mm. Okay, have you seen it and do you know what he did?
0: I know about Mozart. I don't know about the movie.
1: Okay. So what, what happens is Mozart actually um, laughs at everything because he's such a genius that nobody got him. I'm sure you have this problem.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. You do.
1: So you see, so he laughed and that's the way that he communicated because nobody got his genius. So he just laughed and I watched this and he would laugh at anything. So I just started to pick this up. and, and Lo and behold, it actually got me out of a depression, got me back on stage. Unfortunately, my injuries were too bad, I couldn't keep on going, but at least I I had a bit of direction after that. So that was my first uh, encounter with laughter and the benefits of laughter that it can actually change your mood. And then I go through life, as you do, uh, going through your ups and your downs, and getting married, having kids, getting divorced, going through that whole story, right? And again, I find myself um, depressed. And I, I went back to South Africa, and I, um, I, I was telling my sister about it, and I was saying to her, you know what, I remember, I remember the time when I was, uh, when I was um, out entertaining, and I lost everything, and I got through it through laughter, and I said, I know that there's something in this, and so she said, why don't you Google it? So I did, and can you believe there's actually something out there, and it's a therapy, and it's Called laughter yoga. Oh my God. I know, and then that's not it because it was invented in India. But the person who invented Dr. Madan Kataria was actually in South Africa at the time, actually in the same city that I was in to so talk about that law of attraction. That talk we about all...
0: coincidence. People thinking it's coincidence. Wow. You
1: see, and so so I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I I have to do. It's my calling. I, I have to do that. So I, I started my training. And um, hey, it's been six years now, I haven't looked back. I've been traveling around the world, spreading this wonderful message about laughter yoga and uh, changing people's lives and helping them to, to you know, use laughter as a way to cope with life.
0: I get attest test to that because the first time we met was in Dubai when you had the laughter yoga event at a near a at, uh, right. at the crib and immediately after the event i walked up to the manager to, to see at the time she was the management over there and i said listen you guys got to bring her back we'll, we'll you know figure out a way just keep her. because this was amazing and interestingly enough the moment i walked out i don't know if i told you this the moment i walked out of that event i was i got a call on the way out i was full of you know i was laughing you know to to us up literally, I got a call uh, from a gentleman, a friend of mine, asking me if I wanted to speak at a big event, probably about two or three weeks away from that date, about a month away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the uh, the venue turned out to be one of the biggest universities in the UAE.
1: Awesome. And I'm like,
0: okay, this works. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, to to, to test what you just said, Mozart's philosophy was. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't know this part, what well, you just said, well, I'm about to tell you right now. He, uh, I mean, if he was here, he would agree, I'm sure you would as well. Laugh at anything that comes your way, because when you laugh at it, automatically you neutralize the tension in
1: it. Absolutely, and it's actually medically proved. And so this is what I, I'm spreading. And, you know, Dr. Kataria um, is a doctor from India. A medical doctor and he was, he was doing a thesis about the benefits of laughter and that's where he came up with the idea because there's lots of research out there um, where, where people are, are um, you know with chronic diseases not able to sleep are watching comedies and then getting to, to sleep without medication and so there's Dr. Lee Burke who did a, a huge amount of research and he actually found out that the brain doesn't know the difference between real laughter and fake laughter so this is actually where Dr. Um, Madan Kataria came up with the idea about faking it till you make it and actually using exercise, laughter exercises to benefit you. So um, it's actually amazing because he did a lot of research and he, he started to use a lot of people that had been talking about laughter as examples and then he thought, then he tried out. Because you know, we we all tell jokes and it's great, right? We all start to laugh and it, it's great. But What happens is that um, you actually start to laugh at people and then you start, you know, things get a bit racist and a bit sexist and then it's got a negative connotation. And Dr. Kataria saw this because he started out with just five people in a park Mm. and um, they started telling jokes and it was wonderful. They were feeling great. And then the next day it grew to 10 people and they started talking and, you know, the group grew. And then when the jokes started to turn into a bit nasty and have all these negative connotations, he noticed the difference in the group. It wasn't as positive. So he said, hold on. So he went back to the drawing board and that's where laughter yoga was born. So he mixes it with pranayamic breathing. So that's why it's got the laughter on the end. A lot of people get that confused. They, they say, um, okay, laughter yoga, do we have to do all positions? And, and do we have to wear special clothes? And, and what is the, what is the, the mix with, the, with the, the yoga? But actually it's only because of the breathing that it's got the yoga on the end. Uh-huh. So, that's it. So, so he came up with this whole thing about the the medical effects and benefits that you can have from the laughter. So, yeah, and Mozart was on it because actually the brain diffuses anything. Because, I mean, I'm sure, have you have you ever been in a stressful situation and you've forgotten something you know so well?
0: Every single day, when we can, whether you're competing or training in boxing, kickboxing, martial arts, one of the key elements, and I know this because I teach it, is to be extremely relaxed during the bout to the point that you're laughing to the point that you're laughing (laughs) if you look at I mean most people would think it's crazy now now, when you're laughing or you don't have to be uh, uh, physically or you know what I mean you don't have to be ha 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 (laughs) laughter but if you're relaxed to the point that anything that he does you're smiling at for some reason everything will work every every reflex will work much faster Absolutely. Your timing improves, mm-hmm. your movement improves, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, I've, I've I've done it. It worked. It, it works. Oh, laughter absolutely. works. So if I understood you correctly, you're combining two things: laughter and breathing. Yes. Am I right? Chronic breathing or
1: pranayam? Uh, pranayamic.
0: Pranayamic. Pranayamic. Chronic <laughs> yes. is something else. Pranayamic breathing and laughter at the same time. Yes. So with proper laughter and proper breathing, what happens?
1: So what happens is, um, okay, let's, let's take an, an example of stress, right? What happens when you get stressed, when you get bad news, when something hits you? It's The brain turns off, the immune system, the digestive system, all your systems turn off. You get a shot of cortisol, okay? That's your, like, I, I say your steroids to give you that kick to deal with whatever situation it is, okay. and, uh, you know, that stays in your body, and that is... Is what's so dangerous, and that's why you can't think, because the brain's turned off. By laughing, you're actually tricking the brain, okay, and you're neutralizing that, and you're leaving everything open, because you're changing your response. So this is a big, a big deal, okay. Um, Jack Canfield says E plus R equals O, which is event plus reaction, or it should be a response <laughs> equals your outcome. Now, normally, when we're afraid, it is a reaction, which is a negative. We want to change that, and Laughter Yoga works on getting you to respond so you can come out with a positive outcome. So that is what happens. So that that's where the whole thing uh, works out, is that you actually get to, to control all those systems shutting down by laughing, by tricking the brain.
0: Okay, I know this thing, but you just blew my mind because you just said something I did not know. The element of... Um, l- let, let me start from the beginning. You said if there's an incident, a situation... The brain shuts down. The immunity, the, the immune system shuts down. Why does that happen?
1: I think that's just a shock because you get the fight or flight. Okay. 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 System, which is, which is, to put it in layman's terms, I'm not going to talk medically here, yeah. just so we can all understand, right? So, so we, we were supposed to deal with two stresses in life back in the day. We're supposed to go run, catch our food, or run away from it. Those are two stresses. But now we're facing traffic, alarm clocks deadlines, huge stresses on a day-to-day basis, De- okay, taxes, De- everything is stressing us and that's every single day we're dealing with several at a time so so now that's what happens because that was the whole idea was to actually you know shut off all your systems so that you've got that power the cortisol gives you the power to run after your food or run away from it but you were getting rid of it because you were running. Now what's happening is we're trying to deal with this fight or flight and you know it's happening too many times and we're not getting rid of it. So unfortunately, it's um, you know that, that's what's happening now and we all stuck with all the stress all the time. So it's really important to change your response to things so you don't have those negative effects. So yeah, something to practice.
0: It's, it's interesting, it's amazing. Uh, the, you know, the beautiful thing about having that reaction, when a situation happens, let's say traffic, And the normal reaction is, okay, this is interfering with my goal. Anger, fear, sadness. One of three versions for now. Uh, And you laugh. You're tricking the brain. The brain doesn't know that you're you're faking it. The brain thinks you're laughing for real. Absolutely. And it would contradict the natural flow of emotions.
1: Absolutely.
0: And you would relax every muscle in your body and you'll pretty much be at ease, number one, number two, figure out a solution. Yes. Now this is for a silly situation like stuck in traffic. We're not talking about a financial situation or a business decision no. or a relationship, uh, uh, you know. Problem. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any problem. But it's all
1: this the same. It has the same thing. And if you think about it now, what do, what do you say? Oh my gosh, there's traffic. Yeah. So you already have now anchored a negative feeling towards traffic. So and, you again, get in that and again, and again, and again. Exactly. Yes. So now I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm writing my book. It's going to be published. I'm going for it this year. And what, what's the name of the book? Well, I haven't decided yet.
0: Take your time. But I'm going Oh, to. great. So it's about laughter yoga? It's about it laughter about yoga. The, okay.
1: It's all about laughter yoga, my experiences, okay. and all of that. So I'm, st- I'm trying to find a spin on it because I'm writing for a positive um, psychology magazine. And so I've had a lot of great um, you know input from that and, and a lot of uh, fantastic response. And also from speaking around the world. People say to me, when you talk, it's great. We get to experience it. But then afterwards, what do we do? So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to have a, a bit of a, um, a recording that you can listen to in your car while you're driving so that you can change those negative oh my feelings. Oh God, so everyone's you... going to be
0: cracking up in the Absolutely. bus.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> isn't that going to be stunning? <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> so everybody's going to be driving around Dubai and around the world, hopefully, as we, as we launch the book, and they're going to be laughing at the traffic because you want to change your negative feelings about things because it's going to be a belief. So that's what I want to do, is I want to change people's thinking about traffic, about whatever is negative in their life. And it all comes to that response.
0: That's amazing. Um, okay, I get the idea. Can, can we agree that we've just figured out a solution to pretty much every problem on the planet? I'm being <laughs> humble right now when I say this. But you've figured out a solution to laugh at anything Absolutely. that happens, whether it's happy, obviously you would want to laugh if it's good. Or if it's not good. I mean, think of laughing during a horror film. You'd convert... That's an interesting example. You would convert the entire... I'm talking horror, not suspense with thrill. The yeah. ultimate the experience. If you laugh during a horror film versus the opposite uh, side of the spectrum a comedy, everything would be a comedy. So it's, in reality, it doesn't matter what happens in your life. It's only your reaction that determines everything else.
1: That is it. So
0: if you're laughing all the time... You might appear you know, silly to other people, but who cares what other people think? Yeah. They'll get a thing anyway, so let think. <laughs> You've pretty much... that's it. Done. Checkmate. But you won.
1: That's it. And and that because you want. Is it that to,
0: simple? Am I overthinking about it, or is it really that simple?
1: Okay. Look, it takes training. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Right, no, right. I'm, ta- I'm talking about theory, not uh, practice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It. No, it is. You trick your brain, wow. and the more you do it. Hey, it takes 21 to 90 days to create a habit. If you can continuously laugh at things that usually stress you out, you're gonna see the difference in your mood, in your your relationships. In everything that you do, you're going to have a much, posi- a much more positive outlook in life.
0: Hence the 90-day programs.
1: Absolutely, there no you go, go. No and it's, go. it's all because you you're creating new neuropeptides, wow. and so that's how you go. And hey, what better than to laugh at life, right? Yeah. We take things too seriously. We we do overthink. I, I think that, it, you know, look at life now. Everything is so busy, it's so stressful, so so antisocial on social media and all this stuff. But you know, we need to go back to basics. And this is very, very basic. I mean, have you. It's so simple that we laugh when we're afraid. We laugh when we suddenly get put in a situation. Have you ever been in that situation? It's, it, it really does happen. When you're in trouble. When you're in trouble, that you start to giggle because it's, that's your defense mechanism. But we're educated out of it. I mean, can I? I
0: know. To, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, can I tell you? Like, um, you've seen a baby, right?
0: I was about to tell you the same thing. <laughs> when I have, I, I used to have when I do group uh, sessions, I would have children in my classes, whether it's MMA or kickboxing, and some of them when they get punched in the stomach, they laugh La- hysterically. Of
1: course. And I would
0: be scratching my head, like, why is he laughing? There you you, should, be pain. Pain you should be in pain. You should be in no. pain. You should be not laughing. But laughing. And Then we educate them not to laugh. It yeah, and st-
1: the laughing will stop the pain somehow. That's true. Okay, so, um, so you look at a baby. It giggles, it goos, it gars. Oh, nothing. Okay, it does that before it has any comprehension of the language, which means it doesn't get the joke. So that is what laughter yoga is all about: laughter for no reason, laughing on purpose. Wow. Isn't that awesome? So, so what happens to that little baby that goes and gas? It chases its shadow afterwards, chases ants, it giggles, it laughs. What does mom and dad do? Go, shh, keep quiet, stop laughing. You've got to be seen, not heard. How many times have we said that? <laughs> keep quiet. And that's what happens. And then they go to school. Shh, keep quiet in class. Stop laughing.
0: Stop talking to the person next to you. Shh,
1: keep, you know, we start educating people out of their natural responses that we are born to have. And then, as they become adults, they stop laughing. Then they need jokes, and then they become offensive, and then they're not getting the purity of that natural laughter. Laugh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you get the same high. I don't know, it's, it, but it I've is, heard. It is. That you get You're the chemically.
0: Height creating the same reaction that you, would go, that you would get naturally.
1: Of course, because you, you're creating endorphins, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Listen,
0: you've known me for a while, right? Yeah. I don't drink coffee. No. I don't, you guys, you're hearing it from her. I don't drink Red Bull. No. Am I right? Am yep. I, if I'm no, wrong, tell I, I don't drink, yeah. I don't take caffeine. No.
1: Nothing. I'm hiding mine.
0: <laughs> and, uh, find the tape. I'm just kidding. And, uh, but no, really, you can re- release the same... By the way, it's not just laughter. We want to talk more about laughter, but it's also exercise, mm. running... Running. Did I say running. If you sprint for two to three minutes, it's try, try, sit still, try sitting still. <laughs> try still after that. Uh,
1: Absolutely, it's all got the same effect. It's and, and actually, it's funny that you bring up exercise because laughter is the only exercise that works your internal organs. Because as you, when you have a real belly laugh, you're jiggling your insides. No exercise does that. Oh my god! So. <laughs> I have had, and you should know this because you're so fit, you must have been jiggling your I, inside.
0: I'll tell you, I wanted to say this, but when you said something about the internal, I wanted to wait to hear what you wanted to say. I, we, were, we were drenched, we were sweating after the class. It is not your typical sit down and laugh, 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 and that's it. There's a program, there's a technique to it, Absolutely. and you know it got more exciting. We we were waiting for you to get to the practical part. So what happened was, uh, it was about two years, two and a half years ago, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's been two oh, years. I have no oh,
0: idea. <laughs> um, and so she started with a theory. She gave us an explanation to what laughter yoga is, where it started, where she was trained, and then and I had an idea of what you're doing because I saw Sabine do it in, okay. uh, about uh, 6 months before. Yeah. You you know, apart from you two, I didn't see anybody in Dubai doing it, which drives me crazy why nobody here in the country is running after you and say, "Please come to my company with 300, yeah. you know, three thousand, thirty thousand people and change them with your with your magic oh, yes. because it works. It's, I'll I'll test it, really it does. works." And we felt the energy. Yeah. You know, when we got to the practical part, uh, it was hilarious. We were moving around. It was like a, it was like an exercise class without, you know, eighty percent less exercise the way you think exercise is, uh, should be. But it, it was exciting. It was fun. I, I can't even describe it because it's like. It's like describing, you know, a road trip to the moon. You can't describe it. You
1: can't. can't. No. You have to try it. I take you on a journey because, you know, I have to make sure that you start by faking it. So that's why we do the whole. That's the hard hard part. part. That's the hardest part. Exactly. So that's already getting your breathing going, getting changing the chemistry. And the chemicals in your body so it keeps you going and then slowly it starts to turn to real laughter and then I actually have to bring you down because otherwise you're going to be flying
0: it it, <laughs> really, it, yeah. it was hurting by the way some people including me we were like oh my god we need a break I don't know if you ever had anybody tell you I need a break now from exercise, but from laughter
1: yes you know, I have you know, I, like, I've had oh my
0: goodness no, I can only it, imagine if you had an audience of 3,000 people oh, oh my gosh
1: happens. oh it's Wonderful. I've done it for done, eight, I've done yeah. I've done 800 people. Oh my gosh. And they were all speakers. They were toastmasters.
0: Oh my god. So
1: judgmental. They, but this is what they were they were ready to criticize, you know? Because oh, criticize is, is is a bad word. But they're always trying to evaluate the speakers and so they're there to judge. And one of the speakers said to me, aren't you afraid to talk in front of so many speakers? I said, no. I went on and I rocked the house and it was awesome. And the energy coming from them. And they were anchored to me for three days. And still now I'm so happy that they're all following me and so excited about what I'm doing. They
0: should. You have a YouTube channel, right?
1: Uh, I do, Yes, yeah, Simply Laughter.
0: You, listen, I'm telling you guys, if... Um, how, do, how do people find you? Can you give me your... Yeah, you sure. Your
1: okay, I have a website and it's called simplylaughter.com slash profile. Okay. Yeah.
0: And your YouTube channel, how do I, How do they find Just you? Just Simply
1: YouTube? Laughter. Hey... Luckily enough, I've done enough. If you just put simply laughter no, or laughter don't. in Dubai or my name Jody Wormsley, then you'll find it. So
0: for those of you who are listening to this in Dubai, she's the only. I think you're the top uh, laughter yoga specialist here. Yeah. Because, no disrespect to you know to to the majority of uh, other uh, coaches or, or again 80 20 rule. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and I've seen your work. It's not like I'm not. I'm vetting it because I've seen it. I've been there. And it was amazing. It was second to
1: none. You know, there's different levels of laughter specialists or leaders, as we call them. You get the people that go and do it in the park. Because, it, it you know, Dr. Doctor Kataria's vision is to bring world peace. Because if we all laugh together, it, it, you know, bonds us and it connects us. And then there's no room for any of the negative rubbish that's going on. So we even have a world laughter day, which is specifically for... Um, You know, world peace. So that's his vision. So there's a lot of laughter yogis that do it in the park And it's all very nice and friendly I've taken it a bit further than that and I've trained in corporate laughter because it is very important to add laughter and happiness into the workplace now and of course in Dubai it is huge. Now they've even made a ministry for happiness.
0: Yes, the only country in the world
1: Absolutely. with a minister of happiness. Exactly, so it's really awesome the way that everybody's following suit. And, and you know I've done so many articles at the moment and everybody's wanting to talk about it. So happiness is definitely the thing and what better way than to laugh. So, you know, and, and there, there's lots of benefits in corporate uh, laughter because um, how many nationalities do we have working here? There's over so many, tomorrow. absolutely. And so, so you're in a company with different religions, different cultures, different ways of working. It's only asking for trouble, you know, that there's going to be misunderstandings. Yes. So if, and this is what I've proved in the companies, I go there, I anchor them to certain things, and then if they laugh together, they work well together. So if ever there is a dispute over something minor, they just crack up, start laughing because I've anchored it, and it just diffuses the whole situation. So it's really important, especially in a place where we've got so many people cohabiting. <laughs> okay, it, it helps with your energy and your creativity. Okay, because you open your mind, you keep it like energized. I mean, how many times do you get that lull in the afternoon and you can't work? So four to
0: six, the it, national it, hour.
1: Absolutely. So the to best. That, that's my best time spot actually, and. Um, What I get hired for a lot is in conferences to energize. I'm known as an energizer speaker. And uh, a lot of my referrals, they always say, oh my gosh, after lunch, all we wanted to do was sleep. And then you came on stage (laughs) and I rock the house and get them energized, get them ready. And then they also open their minds to taking the information of the conference. So that's usually my favorite spot that I get booked for. um, And that's
0: the one spot professional speakers try to stay away from. Yeah,
1: and that's my specialty, man. Give it to me. I love it. I love watching them all slouch in their seats. And as I I start slowly, as you know, and I tell my stories. I give them time to digest. And then I'm like, okay, everybody up, and I rock the house. Yeah, I love it. Wow.
0: I got to tell you, I can clearly see companies, you know, the UE and the UK and wherever, hiring you to train the employees right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, yeah. probably an orientation, or, or when they get when they blend into the uh, into the culture, because you just said it with one word. It's an anchor. It's Absolutely. an anchor. You do not want your team, employees, team, whatever it is, to to drop. They want to be practical psychologists Absolutely. and know how to press that reset button and push them all the way up. And yeah. they don't have to learn all this. They just have to attend it once,
1: Absolutely. and they will.
0: Especially if they're coming in together.
1: Yeah, No, that's it and it anchors them. But, you know, also there's such a a large turnover of staff now and people are looking for a happier, um, you know, more friendly workplace now rather than salaries and titles Mm -hmm. because you spend 80% of your time working. So you've got to make sure you're having fun. You've got to make sure you're loving your job. So you've got to make a happier work environment. So, you know, it's really important to do that. And through laughter and you know I, I, I actually do programs I, I go in and I anchor everyone and then it's it's like anything you've got to keep it going yeah so I like to do like a, a monthly session just to keep them energized and reset like you say uh-huh. just because that just keeps them together keeps them energized and just keeps their happiness scale moving up
0: you know what, I, what I'm thinking you could probably do an event let's say you know every day you would work with a certain team and by the end of the month on let's say day 30, you would have a public event where those 29 or 30 teams could come in, could if they wanted to, okay. and every, let's say the second month of the year, you work with 29 or 30 new teams, right, mm. new companies, but you would always have that once a month event where you bring, bring everybody together. together as a recharge. Yeah. This, in my opinion, would definitely, I mean, I, I would attend it, at yeah. least once and I know you so I'm probably going to attend them more than once <laughs> and it's a perfect place to take a date to it's oh, a perfect yeah. place, place to take a couple of friends you, you could take I don't know you could do. You know, get, get couples who are about to get a divorce God forbid get them into that room and let's see if they want to continue well, that conversation afterwards
1: well you know it's really funny with it being Valentine's Day and all um, I, I've just written a, a piece on, on not romance but on relationships because hey got all kinds of relationships but Let's talk romance, seeing that it's Valentine's Day yesterday. Um, couples that laugh together also stay together. Because wow. it, it, if you can laugh off the small stuff, like how many times do you overthink? How many times do you respond wrong to something or overthink something? But if you can start to laugh at it, it's just going to create such a better bond between the two of you, and you're going to be able to get through more things. So, so that's you know it's great for relationships and that's with relationships with anybody whether it's your family whether it's your um, you know your, your employees together so laughter really is key for so many things
0: you just dropped a a, a gold uh, I don't know I don't even know what to call it you just said couples that laugh together tend to stay together longer
1: yeah
0: now we look at the average couple you know where I'm going with this yeah unfortunately it might be. I mean, uh, Tony Robbins came up with a similar uh, su- suggestion. I'm not going to mention it on air. I'll tell uh-huh. you afterwards. But if you laugh together at the small things, that would change the dynamic. Interesting. I'm thinking out loud right now. By the way. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but the,
1: the difference between a good relationship and a bad relationship is that you can stop thinking about the the little stuff, stop sweating the small stuff, and, and those are the fun. ones yeah, you and have it. fun. You have fun. Yeah, that's that's the it's difference. Not,
0: it's not a business agreement where you meet them once a week or once a month. No,
1: and you've got to have quality time, and so spend it laughing, have fun, enjoy each other. Wow. And it's so attractive, don't you find someone that, that's course. that's laughing, smiling, and, and because you if you do it on a regular basis, you just have this aura of happiness. Uh, you know, I know that even when I'm running, I I was running an, an events company, as you know, and working with all these major speakers, and people used to go. How do you stay so happy all the time when you've got all this going on? And I'm going, because I laugh all the time.
0: And we're not talking about, I mean, I know the company that you worked with. We're not, we're not talking about an events management company. You've you worked with the biggest speakers in the world.
1: Absolutely. I've worked with, with Tony Buzan. Can I
0: name, there you go, Tony Buzan. <laughs> Tony
1: Buzan. Oh, he's awesome. This guy's hilarious. Oh, he's absolutely fine. And he loves me. He's my biggest fan. Hey, Tony and uh he he so wouldn't curious. stop
0: talking listen this guy if you guys haven't heard of tony bazan shame on you look him up he's an amazing guy very friendly <laughs> yeah. and he showed up with a with a i told you he came up with a pair of balloons <laughs> late about a couple of minutes so he came in and everybody he was like wait this 70 year old plus minus gentleman walking in He's gonna be teaching us about memory and speed reading, and he's coming in with of parap- balloons.
1: what is he doing, carrying balloons?
0: <laughs> and automatically just set up. Uh, wow. Who else do you work with here at Dubai? Uh
1: it, It's. Um, I was lucky to speak with Jarek Robbins. So okay. yeah. So, and um, I've worked with uh, Ron Kaufman. Wow. Customer service. Yep. And um, oh gosh, there's so many. <laughs> oh, Brian Tracy.
0: He was here recently.
1: Yeah, he was. I wasn't here though. But you yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I, I've, dealt, I've been working with him for about four or five years now. And um, yeah, I'm lucky that um, I got to spend a lot of one on one time with these people and to see how they work and to really get to know them and, you know, and watching them change lives. And that's actually what inspired me. Uh, Jack Canfield, I worked with him. Uh, he's actually one of the first speakers that I worked with. And uh, I remember going up and asking him to sign my book. And I said, Oh, I want to be a speaker like you. He said, You really are. You just have to believe it. <laughs> Isn't that an awesome message?
0: <laughs> wow.
1: That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, Everybody was,
0: is a speaker. They can speak. it's You have to believe that you are a speaker. and then
1: Yeah, so, wow, so that's, a, true. So, I like that's why I love Dubai, because I get to meet these wonderful people. And yeah, I just do right selection, so that's good. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm grateful for that experience that I had with them over the years.
0: Yeah, the amazing lineup, i got to tell you. Yeah. Well, he what he told you is interesting. You got to believe it.
1: Yeah, but that that's all of it. And and it seems
0: it seems silly, but you if it seems you know a, a cliche, but if you think about what he just said, you have to because you already are a speaker. Yeah, and You're you are there. what you
1: believe you are, right? Yeah. So there you go. But he just gave me the confidence to do that, and you know it was it was great, and and so then I, and actually it was Tony Buzan, because um, Tony and I are, are good buds. Whenever he's here, I always look after him, and. Um, I was sitting in the car saying, oh, well, you know, I've been so stressed because I've been working so hard and I'm not following what I want to do. And I was moaning. And he says, Jody must do what Jody wants to do. None of this admin stuff. Get on stage. So he was like, he really pushed me and told me, follow your dream, you know, carry on, have faith, go on.
0: Send him, send him your book. Let him read your book. He, yeah, he's still waiting to... for my book, by the way. He told me, whenever your book is out, give it to me. I'm going to read it first. Yeah,
1: I'm going to see him because I, I, I'm actually going to be moving to London. So, Neighbors. yeah. So I told him, I sent him a message on Twitter, and I said, I'm moving to London, he go, and he retweeted, and he, he commented, London's going to be a much happier place because Jodie's going to be there.
0: <laughs> you two should probably do something together on stage. I,
1: I have told him, yeah. So, no, Do it, great. come on. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And, and, you know, he invented mind mapping. How awesome is that?
0: This guy, is a, he's a walking genius.
1: Yeah, he's walking no, genius. He, he, he's, he's really great, and I'm so blessed to have met people like this.
0: I told him that I taught his material at the university, which, again, you know academia, you know how schools mm-hmm. work. But when you teach students that they could read faster,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not the way we were taught to read, that you could memorize, take—I did not teach the memory techniques, but you know I should have—you that you can memorize a lot faster than you know you would with a traditional method and the most important one for me, at least at that time, was mind mapping. I told them when I shared mind mapping with them, everybody, because again, if, you can, if you're an entrepreneur, you need mind mapping. If you're a, a, a businessman, you need mind mapping. If you're a speaker, you need mind mapping. I never, I don't take notes. I don't read notes, I've no. never, listen, as far as I can remember, my first presentation, I think I was 15 years old in high school, uh, first official presentation. I never use notes, bullet points, maybe, maybe. And if I were to talk flashcards, it would be one card. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? For like five points on it. But when you use mind mapping, you have it in your head.
1: Absolutely. It's no, it's awesome. And actually, laughter is a great way to to remember too. And I've spoken to Tony about this because that's why I want to talk to him. co cool, write a book. I, I'm waiting. I, I'm sure we're going <laughs> to. Because it, it's amazing because when you laugh, you're opening your mind. Laughter memory. Laughter Absolutely. Memory through so, laughter, yeah. Remembering through he's, laughter. But so he's, he's already... already. Tony is in such demand, you know, he's yeah. got like 20 books on, on ice at the moment, it's like crazy. Yeah, so he's great and there's just so many things, you know, once you start dabbling into this, I mean, my love for anything about the subconscious mind started with laughter, but then moved on, so then I started, started to study hypnotherapy uh, metaphor therapy, which I told you about. You need to tell me more about that. I've one. got to tell you. Okay, yeah. metaphor therapy is amazing. It's it, it's been created by a lady called Kirti. Um, also, again in India, some amazing things coming out of India. Yeah. And she teaches psychology over there, but she's come up with this whole idea about analysing drawings. Okay, now that's just a part of it because we always talk in in metaphors, and it's it's very actually it's very interesting that you can access somebody's mind and thought pattern through the metaphors that they actually use and by changing them, you can diffuse whatever is, is the problem. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's a very interesting concept, but my love came when, when we were trying to trick her. We did the, the, the analysis of the drawings, which is basically just, um, it's, a, it's a crayon drawing. and It's very important to be crayons. You know, colors, 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 okay. crayons. But it's also the intensity of the strokes. Yeah, yeah. So it's very important that they're crayons. Although I have I have analyzed paintings with, and I was spot on. So I'm very excited. But um, crayons give you the intensity, so you can see about certain things, and um, you can tell um, anything from um, how ambitious a person is, if they're depressed, if they are on drugs, if they are spiritual, if they are having trouble at home, how they feel about their family. Um, you know, if they financially challenge anything you can tell from the drawings and um, Actually, I've used it personally. Um, My kids are married to an Iranian I was married to an Iranian and my kids are Iranian so they they don't speak English They speak Farsi and my Farsi is okay, but not good enough to really get inside their heads So I always get them to do a drawing and then I know exactly what's going on in their mind and I can read their subconscious then I I look at it and um, I sent, I sent pictures when I was learning the whole mythology of, of metaphor therapy. I, sent, I asked him to send me some pictures, and I got him to send some... I, I wanted my son, but he really sent two friends that I'd never met of, of my daughter. And um, he was blown away that I could tell so much about two people. I didn't even know. I'd never met them. I'd never seen them. The friends? The friends, mm. because they'd moved, and it was two next-door neighbors... And I could tell that there was problems at home. I could tell everything. And he was like, I cannot believe you know that from that drawing.
0: Kind of like reading the face, but you're reading what's coming out of the hand. Exactly. Like,
1: yeah. So so what? you're reading the subconscious, and it's all about you know the positioning and, and the colors and all that's so important. And you can't trick it, because when we started learning, we tried to trick our teacher, because now we knew the colors, we knew this... You can't trick it. It's a signature. It, it's, it's like yeah. graphology. I yeah. love it. I love that. It's exactly
0: <laughs> like reading your face.
1: So, that, so, so these are all things. And you know, once you start getting into this and dabbling into it, I'm so passionate about anything to do with the subconscious mind. And I'm so excited to, to be in the field where I can use this and help people.
0: Let me ask you a question. When you're dealing with... Indif- when you're dealing with... Um, I completely forgot what I wanted to ask you. You were thinking about subconscious, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, dealing with blocks
0: before that oh man I had a perfect question but I forgot what it was
1: <laughs> start laughing talk about <laughs> laughing
0: <laughs> we're gonna get I love it um, okay hold on so you were talking about uh, if anybody remembers just comment oh there's a 25 second delay okay it's fine um, what, what were you talking about earlier you were talking about with okay.
1: the drawings, yeah,
0: drawings, crayons,
1: crayons, and then about the intensity of the strokes. Oh
0: yeah, yeah I remember, I remember. If some, for example, my handwriting is horrifying. Yes. Horrible. Okay. Does <laughs> hard does bad handwriting have anything to do with a a certain characteristical trait, or it's not necessarily the bad handwriting, it's the uh, zigzag type yes. of handwriting.
1: Okay. Okay. It's very interesting, and I'm not a graphologist, so. Oh. <laughs> disclaimer, I'm not an expert, I've only dabbled in this because I'm interested, okay okay? I do drawings, right, but I can tell you because I did cover this, but definitely handwriting is a great way, and and a lot of police stations and police investigators are using signatures to to identify people, because you can see if people are trustworthy, you can see if people are hiding something, Mm -hmm. which would be no, definitely and you can actually do writing therapy through this Okay, because for example, myself personally, come on, let's get personal. Um, I used to cross myself out. So you do your signature, and then you put a line. That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) So you cross yourself out, Now this is very bad, because this means that you're detaching, or you're crossing yourself out. So there are some reasons for that.
0: The reason why I did it, it's not an excuse, but the reason why I did it is I saw someone do it in a movie, I'm like, oh, that's a cool line to have in the end, I did that. But
1: Can I get you to change yeah. it? Okay. Of course. Can of you course. put a line underneath it at a slight angle going up to the right hand side? It, it's,
0: it's like this. Oh,
1: uh, okay. No, do oh, it the that's other different. way.
0: Just do it oh, this way. I'm not turning it so it goes back. Okay, got it. Got okay, it, got just
1: it. because if you if you put the stroke up, it means that you, you're ambitious and put two dots underneath the bottom, and that means oh that you're going to be supported. Oh, my goodness. I
0: need, I need to. I, I hope it's on my ID or something <laughs> because I need to show. There it is. See the two dots?
1: Okay, and, and yeah, <laughs> you're definitely hiding something, my love.
0: <laughs> um, what am I hiding? I don't know.
1: I'm hiding. No, but there's a lot of people, you know, that have have something that's going on internally or something. It's not necessarily too bad, yeah. but you know, you could be. So, so personally, for me, because I had some some personal family issues, mm-hmm. and I was detaching it's my true, first name to very, my second name. It's because I'm a very
0: extroverted person. I don't have any uh, secrets there's, that I would go. I mean, obviously, everybody has secrets, but mine are more about. Uh, when you it's deep rooted.
1: It's, it's deep rooted. Something that you're not showing. Interesting. Yeah. Conscious or unconscious? Unconscious. B- Some, oh, okay. Everything's subconscious, right?
0: Mm, interesting. Okay. So,
1: right. um, like for example, like I said, so so, I'm not an expert in this, but anyway, let's talk. Yeah no 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 he'll, I'm enjoying he'll, this
0: he'll, keep he'll... going keep
1: going <laughs> like like sometimes when people get married and they have problems in their marriages right mm. and so they will detach their first name to the second name and put a space which will show that there's a, a space in the marriage yeah. a distance okay you're crossing yourself so it's out so body
0: language of pretty much. yes
1: absolutely so you know and and. There's lots of things, but like I say, I'm not an expert. It's the only stuff that I've touched on, mm-hmm. but um, it's enough for me to know. And I changed my signature because I started I was crossing myself out. So put a cro- put a line underneath your signature, going to the right hand side, and going up at an angle, just just because it keeps you going ambitious. And then two dots, which means you're supported by people. Okay. Okay, but that's anyway. But so now, similar thing with uh, with drawings, you can see family traumas, you can see all these kind of things, and you cannot fake it. So um, this is great uh, this is a great tool also for HR when you're wanting to hire when people to make sure you've got the perfect match. Now when I first started working for um, this company, this events company, first thing I did was made everyone do a drawing and I knew exactly and, and it's funny because it's the same all the time people always say no, <laughs> no, it's not me no, now no, we'll no and us. then right on the end they go you were completely right 100% from the beginning
0: <laughs> privately really afterwards you know <laughs> but Joe you were is, very correct about yeah, this
1: one <laughs> so you can't, you can't uh, cheat me So, um, but this is how you can tell if people are ambitious you can tell if they are um, you know if they're honest you can tell if they are on the right track, you can tell if they're depressed. So it's really, really handy to have in HR and even for kids leaving school or trying to choose subjects or trying to know which university or what's, what to take for their future because so often we, we, we're, we're dumped in a, in a career that we didn't want just because we didn't really know. Mm-hmm. So this is good. I, another example, I, I, I'm very personal here because I, I used examples from my own life. My My, my, my ex-husband always used to say... Oh, yes, uh, your daughter, you know, our daughter is going to be a doctor. Fatima is going to be a doctor. You told
0: me about that right before yes. my TED Talk,
1: like okay. right before I went on stage. Yeah.
0: Tell me more about this one.
1: Okay, so so um, he kept saying, oh, she's going to be a doctor, she's going to be a doctor. So I did her drawing, and I actually asked my teacher, I said, is there a doctor here? She goes, no ways. your daughter is a dreamer just like you. <laughs> she Woo. said, there's no ways that she's going to be doing that. So when I told him that, he actually... Pulled away and stop drumming it into her head because we do that as parents.
0: That's good that you you both are on the are on the same page when it comes to that. Absolutely, I'm
1: so grateful for that. And,
0: and let me ask you a question. I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. Can she go against her nature? Because parents might be listening to this. If a child is an ENTJ, for example, ENFJ, for example, mm. or a uh, you know D type, whatever it is. Yes. Can they go against their nature?
1: Well, do you want to? You don't want to. You want people to follow what their passion and their calling is, right? So if it's showing up in their drawings that they're not going to be somebody that's going to do this. I mean, sure, they're going to do it. But 10 years, 20 years down the line, they're going to be unhappy. Why do that to yourselves? How many people are unhappy now because they're in the wrong career and they're stuck there? Uh, uh, For me, it's the perfect way to choose the right avenue to go down. You know, because... uh, Again, another personal story, and this is for my sister. Um, I analyzed her daughter, who's 30. Okay. Okay. Um, I said to her, I could see there was some confusion. And I, I asked her about it. I said, I see that you're unsure about what you want to do. She goes, yes, I, I so want to make my parents proud and make lots of money, and I want, to do, um, I want to do well, and I want to be, funny enough, a doctor or something like that, Here or make money. And now, now my sister is very, like me, she's very spiritual and very open-minded. So she hasn't been drumming her into this, but she somehow has picked up the responsibility that she has to make a lot of money. So I said, well, what do you want to be? So she goes, I want to be like you and mom, because I used to be a model and I used to be a dancer. And my sister is, is, is a model as well, and an underwater model, actually, funny yeah. enough. So she's very creative. So she said, I want to do something like that. I want to be artistic, creative, actress, you know, something like that. I don't want to do that, but I really feel I want to make my parents proud. So I want to make money and become a doctor. I said, why? I said, we're going to be proud of you no matter what you do. You know, why don't you follow your heart and do what really is your passion? And since uh, since I told my sister that, she's now enrolled her into doing things that that is more creative and put her in acting, put her in modeling school.
0: You see, look, this topic we could go for an entire oh, yes. podcast on this topic, but unfortunately, we live in a world where not at a time, but in a world where people think that certain occupations for certain uh, educational backgrounds are profitable when others are not. You know, the, Especially in our world here, a doctor, an engineer, a pilot, or a lawyer. Maybe, maybe not even a lawyer, but yeah. a doctor, definitely an engineer, definitely a pilot.
1: That's yeah. it.
0: Anything else, forget. Kids get yelled at for getting bad grades in mathematics and getting good grades in Geography, for example, mm. but in reality, I mean, you know this as well as well as I do. You can make money doing anything. You can, and, and, and you know, being very very rich has nothing to do with an occupation because that's again time for money. That's a, yeah. an active income. You you want to be you, you want to make a lot of money. You have to become an investor. That's the only way. And you don't have to buy a building to be an investor. You can invest with no money.
1: Absolutely. We talked
0: about this in podcast four, I think. So go back to it. Listen four or five with a couple of people.
1: Yeah, But the thing is that you know, if you want to have true richness in your life, <laughs> if that's a word, um, you need to do what you love because if you do what you love, you, you'll never work a, a day in your life because you love it and that, that, is, that is quality of life and I think that we're in a world now where people are so busy working, so, be, so busy rushing, trying to do everything, you spend again 80% of your time working, do something you love. And so for me, follow your passion, follow what you're good at. Um, The the reason the world is, sorry, this is my personal opinion, but I'm so tired of hearing people that are unhappy in their jobs, unhappy in their relationships, because why? They're staying in that relationship because it's what the family wants. They're doing this because it's what the family wants. They're worried about what society will say, when actually if you're going to break up, you might, might be happier because you're free and free to find what you want. Don't stay in the wrong job, the wrong life, the wrong relationship because of society, because it's what's needed. You, if, as long as you've given your best shot, if you've tried all avenues and it's not working, get out and, and do something that you love or find somebody that you love. I'm very passionate about that. Sorry. I,
0: I, love, I love what you say. Yeah. It's sinking in. It's sinking, it's sinking,
1: sinking in. in. Yeah, we, we, we live our life by other people's standards and, and I'm done with that. Yeah. I, I think that we need to start living and, and living our full potential. We're not made to just survive. We are made to thrive. And the only way you're gonna thrive is by living your full potential.
0: Someone said that we are somebody, I don't know when that happened, a couple of two, three months ago, somebody told me you're not on this planet to pay bills.
1: Absolutely. Now you
0: look at the majority of the population, at least eighty percent, if not more, technically a bit more. They pay bills. Their profession is bill payer. <laughs> if, if that sounds any, I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it, 80 percent of your life, according to what you, what you say, you, you're working, and or working to work, transportation, resting, recovery. Think about it this way. Absolutely. Um, now there's a theologian. I watched this video yes two days ago. There's a theologian that posted something amazing, which for me was finally religion weighs in on it and he's a, he's a Muslim speaker, he was talking to the, I don't know if it was in a masjid, a mosque, or if it was at a public seminar. He said, you guys need to forget about this employment thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm like, finally, they, they, they bring up a topic that people, because here's the thing, when you're working, and that's what he said, he said, when you're an employee, you're, you're technically a slave. Now, hear me out, if you're a slave, back in the day like let's say 10,000 years ago or 1,000 years ago you had no freedom you would work full time for your employer and he'll give you breadcrumbs which is a technical term that he used uh, a bit of something to survive nothing to match your intelligence nothing let's just face it Now, there's nothing wrong with doing that for a year, two, three, five years, to get some knowledge, not experience, I hate that word. You're getting experience anyways. To get some, to learn a new skill, maybe to save a bit of money, maybe to recover from a situation, that's fine. But eventually, he said, innovate, create, in other words, become an entrepreneur. I would say become an investor because you're no longer trading time for money. Either way, but you do not have to depend on anybody else. And that would apply whether you're an engineer, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a boxer. And I can give people, you know what, let's talk about this for now. I can give people examples on how you can make money doing anything. And the one example I always give when I'm on stage, somebody asks me, what about this and that? Entrepreneur, engineer, I want to be this and that. And I got into entrepreneurship because I wanted to be financially successful, financially free. Mm-hmm. I got into entrepreneurship because I thought having your own business, and you're right, you will, but having your own business is the only way to be financially free or to have a lot of money coming in whether you're working or not. There is an easier way. There's an easier way. Become an investor. That's it. Now, if you need to know more, go back to the first podcast and the fourth podcast. They're exclusively about financial freedom. Go through them. Very, very powerful. But, and I've never done this before. I've never market, I've never advertised for another podcast <laughs> on a podcast. But go through those. You look back. You have, and I give this example. I was about to say, I would say, all right, fair enough. You can make money selling diamonds or selling stones.
1: Mm-hmm. True, or Absolutely. false. Absolutely.
0: Make a lot of money <laughs> selling yeah. rocks off the beach. Yeah. Come come here, you you'll find out how <laughs> accurate this is. You can do this anywhere. Yeah. So whether you're a pilot, I have a friend of mine, he makes 40, 45,000 germs a month being a pilot. If you're a painter who was it? Um I know somebody who I'm not making this up. He paid sixty ish, I have to confirm the number, sixty-ish million dollars for a painting. And when I looked at the painting, I almost awesome. i like, are you kidding me? I'm sure. It was literally blue, red, white, and it that was is. it. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Give me two hundred bucks
1: I'll in five it. minutes I'll do the same thing. <laughs>
0: How's that possible? I didn't get it. But again, you can make money painting. Mike Tyson would make. I mean, for, uh, Mike Tyson was in the '80s. Right now, you're talking about Floyd Mayweather. But these guys would make a lot of money. We're talking. I mean, one of the guys made a hundred million plus in one night. Wow. Now, again, granted, that doesn't work for everybody. Ninety percent of the boxers won't even smell that money. Ninety-nine won't even get there. But. Again, we're talking about the top, right? Yeah. You want to get into uh, teaching. I mean, there's a man in Japan, he makes 2 million dollars a year, or close to it, from teaching English on his YouTube channel. He has a So you could do anything, keep Absolutely. it. Hey, here's the key, here's the key. You want to make money, you either have to sell a product to as many people as possible, or you have to sell to a small number of people, but. You have to sell the product to make sure it's very expensive, That's similar tricky. to the painting. But usually it's for as many people as possible. Apps, apps really? Uh, you know, we were talking about buying an online business a couple of weeks ago, and you look at the online business, it's crazy. Real estate. I'm oh. giving people, you know, where to look, I mean, what more do you want? Apart from that, see you there, yes, I will be there. Um, apart from that, you look at it in any domain, I can go on and on, I mean, yeah. you can make money uh, dancing, you can make money singing. You can make money playing, you know, football. You can read a YouTube channel of a cat. Mm. Seriously. Get a cat Awesome. For, for like, I don't know, $60 or whatever it is. Get a cat, adopt a cat, put it on the street, video or, or in your house, oh, videotape, absolutely. put it on YouTube. You'll make money. You don't even have to pay the cat.
1: <laughs> you just have to feed it. <laughs> you I just love feed it. <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: he's not going to want the money anyways. I'm kidding. Take care of your cat, all right? Uh, but, but the idea is you can make money doing anything. The yeah. problem that I have with parents that force Force their kids, I'm saying, you're tempted. If parents, if you're listening to this, you are forcing your kids to do something that they don't want, even if you're not doing it consciously. That's the wrong. Yeah. You're not doing it consciously. Oh, you did this, you did Some parents are very clever. They direct you indirectly to do what you want, or sometimes what they want, unfortunately. The key is that, you know, the, the most important element of this entire conversation about passion, about doing what you love, is money and passion are two separate things. Mm. For some for some reason, that was a hard one for me to figure out.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a very hard one for for me to figure out, and I mean, I have my education is in my university education is in something completely completely irrelevant to what I'm doing right now, completely.
1: Well, there you go. So you found your passion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm doing a
0: podcast right now. I love podcasting. The look, you could again, you could you. Uh, we were talking about courses, Abdul Qasab and I, a couple of days ago, we were talking about courses. You can attend workshops Quick, you know, we talk talk about three-day workshops or three-hour workshops, mm. and you can learn a skill. I think Josh Kaufman, was it? Kaufman? Hold on. I think it was Kaufman. He wrote a book called "The tw- uh, How to Learn Anything in 20 Hours. Oh, wow. In other <laughs> words, in 20 hours, I mean, we, we learned the 10,000-hour 10, 10, rule, mm. right? In, in 10,000 hours, you, you want, <laughs> yes, you're at an expert level. But to be competent at riding a bike, at driving, at speaking the language, really, in 20 hours, you can manage. Yeah. You can manage. Right. I learned Spanish very, very quickly. Wow. I did not have a teacher. I learned it at home. I was 15 at the time, or probably 13. And you'll be surprised how much you can learn if you put your head into it. Money does not have to be passionate. You can do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, well, there's actually an author called David Rendell who has a book called um, Freak Factor. And mm-hmm. um, please have a look at David's book. It's amazing. It, it, it's freak Factor. Freak Factor, wow. yeah. And he actually talks about um, how at school he was very loud, very inquisitive, always asking questions. Everyone kept telling him to keep quiet. And actually today that's how he's making his money, by being loud, obnoxious, and asking lots of questions. And that is it, because we have these things in us that are our characteristics, but there's always a flip side to it. There is a positive. So if your children are playing up or... um, you know they've got too much energy or something. Try and find something to channel that energy into instead of telling them to to keep quiet and keep them down.
0: A lot of people want to suppress that energy. Exactly. ADD, and medication. Have, exactly. ADD medication. No, don't do it. Sit down. Shut up. Don't talk. Don't there's, run. Uh,
1: there's there's even a, I don't know who it is unfortunately, but I read somebody that it was a, an athlete that had ADD, and um, he was he was full of energy and they didn't know what to do, so he started swimming. Yeah. No, but that's it. So, so instead of putting everyone down and giving them medication and trying to, you know, suppress it, find a way to harness it in the right direction and into something that will be successful. Because that's why they were given those talents.
0: He's been given that energy, the talent. Absolutely. For a try to suppress it. So, so
1: read David Rendell's book. Really, uh, it's an amazing. I will. He he was he was awesome, and he's seven foot tall, by the way. He's what? He's seven foot tall oh almost, goodness. yeah. So he's awesome. What an amazing guy. What an amazing book. He, he walks around wearing pink. He's, he, he loves to be different. <laughs> he's he he, awesome. Is he thin? Yes, have seen Tall, see him. pink,
0: thin. Okay, now I get the picture. Yeah. You know who no, he no, is? No, I've he's, never seen him, but I'm just picturing oh, he's tall,
1: awesome. pink, thin. He's awesome. I love him. So yeah, I know. His book is very inspiring because he talks about this, this different energy and, and how he was told to keep quiet. And everything that he was put down for is actually what he's well known for now. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so hey, instead of putting your kids in the wrong place, try and find out a bit more where you can harness that energy in the right place and get them to thrive because I think it's time that we start doing things that we love and, and putting more positivity out there. Yeah. yeah, and actually, you know, this brings me to another point is resilience. Hmm. Okay, this is good for, for everything, but mainly also gain for corporates. And it's, it's something that, that I teach is that for you to be resilient because you can't change the events that are happening in your life. You can't change what happens to you, but you can again change your response, which will change your outcome. So if you can be more resilient, like just don't let anything get in the way of your goals, for example. So we do laughter all to do that, you know and and that's actually a section that I do where I help people um, deal with resilience and show them that you know you've got someone hollering at you um, on the telephone, if you're doing sales calls and things, and it's just a way to keep your energy going and yeah, resilience is a big thing nowadays, being able to cope with what we are thrown. So that's, yeah, something we do with laughter again.
0: I watched a TED Talk uh, yesterday where the gentleman, I, I forgot the name of the, uh, the talk, I saved it, I'll send it to you. But, but the gentleman was talking about being not at a, at, at, um, in terms of achieving your goal, but having that one element in your mindset, and he called it non-negotiable. Hmm. the non-negotiable drive to let's say you're focusing on one goal he was talking about having laser focus on let's say um, I don't know uh, you know running the marathon okay Uh, being able to run the marathon on January in 2018 here in Dubai and your goal every day when you wake up is to become somebody become someone it's about who you become that completes the marathon so you have to be at that level not just training it's not about training it's about how you think it's about how you eat what time you sleep, where you sleep, you know, what's beneath your bed. We're talking about Fan Shui right now. And you get deeper and deeper. And he said you have to have that element of non-negotiableness, if that makes any yeah. sense. In other words, okay, Hesan, we're going to, you know, we're going to a club. I don't go to clubs, but we're going to a club. Come with us. And after that, we're going to go to, you know, have dinner at a restaurant I would, I would never mention over here. And after that, we're going to do, you know, that's probably at 2 a.m. For me, that's simply non-negotiable. I would never in my life even consider doing that. Yeah. For me, waking up, let's say, at 5 in the morning and you know, going for a run, let's say a 6 kilometer run or a 20 kilometer, whatever it is, I have to do that. And I've seen athletes that would do that. They would yeah. go to well, sleep of early. Course. They're at, we're in the middle of a gathering, we're having to, whatever it is, we have to go to sleep. Why? To wake up in the morning, have training.
1: Absolutely. No, but you see, a lot of people talk about law of attraction, right? But there's an action on the end of that word and if you you can't just think it it's not about positive thinking it's actually about making conscious actions towards your to what you want so law of attraction has the action in it so a lot of people forget that part they think if we think it, it is going to happen no nope you actually have to have that dedication that commitment we've all tried visualizing that oh yes we have
0: that'll work (laughs) (laughs) saving your time never heard and never heard of the law of attraction you got to take action
1: That's it.
0: Attraction.
1: People forget that.
0: Attraction. Action. Get it? That's it. Good. There we go. Every time they hear the law of attraction, they're going to think action and not imagination.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Talk about laughter. You can laugh at anything.
1: Oh, absolutely. You have to.
0: Have you ever burst out laughing in the cinema doing what you do? Or not doing what you do, but being who you are. Somebody who, you know.
1: That laughs so easily. Is an expert in yoga (laughs) laughter,
0: would you? you You have to control. You have to control sometimes in the cinema. Oh,
1: well. I'm, I always laugh and people tend to jump on the bandwagon just because of the way I laugh all the time. So. And
0: laughing is very contagious. Oh, it's awesome. You know, you I love, love
1: it, yes. No, that, that's why I love what I do because people are usually happy around me because I, I laugh at everything. It's just the way to be. You, you it's natural.
0: <laughs> walk barefoot. It's natural.
1: As you y- see, I'm sitting y- here you're, ba- you're
0: barefoot right now. No, that's good. Because somebody posted something interesting the other day. It really got me. To I mean, I'm not into high heels, but they, they showed a girl wearing high heels on the right, and then they showed a girl walking on the left. She wasn't wearing high heels, but her heels were up. She's, yeah, I know, if she was, toeing. yes? Yeah. Uh, in nature. Yeah. And uh, obviously, the clothing is relative from right to left. So, the girl on the left is in nature, wh- what do you call it, tiptoeing? Yeah. Yeah. And the girl on the right is wearing high heels. And on the top, they wrote a big, white, bold letter saying, society thinks the one on the left is crazy and the one on the right is normal. Now, what do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Which is
0: ridiculous. I mean, are you kidding me? Why would yeah. you? Nothing against high heels, but when you're doing something that is natural absolutely. and people think you're crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? that's just
1: No, just, I I'm just like so like because of the laughter and everything. But you see me, I, I have to take off my shoes to think. No, it's just it's just I'm. I think we need to go back to the basics now.
0: Are you to gonna simplify. be? Are you gonna be at the? Uh, uh, hold on, let me get you the right name. Um, have you heard of this?
1: Oh, I think I have.
0: Yes, the Happiness Festival. It's happening uh, on... Uh, Friday,
1: is it? Yeah, are you going to ha- go? I, I might go, Please yeah. say yes. Uh, yes. We'll I, go together. Okay, let's Done. do it. Done, yeah, I, um, I already have
0: tickets, so we can go for I short. have a
1: lot of friends there uh, that are, are actually speaking, so yeah, definitely, because I've been out of town for a while. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, right. awesome. Done. Done. Perfect. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, but yeah, here's a beautiful thing. People, because I've been to a lot of, I mean, the right market here, you go to the beach, and you know People who take their shoes off. Whenever I see people walking without shoes, or hippie clothes, or getting away from electronics, I'm like, all right, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yep. No, and the funny thing is, coming from somebody who has a degree in computer science, (laughs) but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the more you stick to natural, you know, the natural means of living. The happier you'll be.
1: Oh, absolutely! So I could even get into that, hey. The the barefoot. You're not gonna thing. find
0: your miracle on on Facebook. Get off Facebook. You, <laughs> yeah. You'll find it on, you know, uh, reading. Well, unless real...
1: you're listening to us, then. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's on YouTube. I'm not using uh, Facebook uh, for some reason. I haven't used Facebook uh, broadcasts. I want to try it one day. Oh, but, live, uh, yeah. YouTube, yeah, Facebook live, right? Yeah, uh, YouTube. It stays there, and I'm, hopefully we're gonna get into iTunes very soon. Awesome. So we're have this everywhere, hopefully. Tell me about the barefoot thing. You want to say uh,
1: Well, I studied reflexology actually back in the day when I was in Macau. What haven't
0: you studied? Explain it to me.
1: But it it just, I have a passion for learning and and because I was a dancer, I had loads of injuries, I wanted to to find out what was going on. I'd hurt my sciatica and I have my whole body from, you know, I was so passionate about being a dancer that I used to really throw myself all over the place and then now I'm facing the consequences. But anyway... So so that's that was where I started to study anything about the body. So whenever I have a, a a problem, that's where I start to research it. And so I studied it. And so by massaging all your pressure points that are on the bottom of your feet, then you can only do well. Wow. So that's why I. But I've never wanted to wear shoes. My mom always called me the barefoot contessa because I'd always take off. And being a dancer, wearing high heels all the time. Oh no. I hate it. <laughs> oh. So I I take my shoes off at the, you know, any chance I got. Mm-hmm.
0: I, yes, I, um, I, agree. I agree. Yeah,
1: no, you've got to be natural. You've got to be. I just love to be free. And of course, there's a time and a place for everything. Like, like you said, do I laugh, burst out laughing in. Um, in conferences. I, I try and control myself as much as I can. <laughs> just, just, that's why there's a silent laughter, which is actually one of the most powerful laughters that you got. Are you serious? Have you ever have you ever like uh, had to suppress did. laughter? yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we so had when to do you do yes, silent laughter, you're gonna right. laugh more, but it's also So you gotta do this thing so more
0: deep. often. I'm starting to forget. You gotta do this at least <laughs> once a week.
1: I think so. Let's do it. <laughs> So, anyway, so do I, not
0: listen to this podcast while operating a, a heavy vehicle <laughs> or driving on the, on the road. Uh,
1: yeah, so it's just lovely, you know. Just, what I can say, you know, to do laughter yoga, you do have to get um, some sort of idea about what I'm talking about and what yeah. we're talking about, but. Even Watch now, her or check
0: her out on YouTube. Do you have any sessions on YouTube? Anything? Um,
1: I've got. I've just got me on stage, and you can see certain things. I don't have anything yet, but so, I am working on it because yeah. I, um, I'm working on my book. But um, imagine
0: your new website when I log in. <laughs> Everyone just <pressing laughs> out that. You know yeah. what your ringtone should be?
1: I've got. Well, I don't you know. No, you, no. Know. When
0: I'm calling you, the it dial should be tone. laughter. First, out, laughing. you'll <laughs> never hear anybody complaining. When oh, about
1: that's you. funny. But um, yeah, but even for, for those listening now that have not done laughter yoga with me, just start to look at everything and laugh at it a little bit more and just start training yourself to laugh. Because I do. I start every day like that laughing and it just puts me in the right frame of mind, ready to face the day and conquer it in a great way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like
1: it. Yeah.
0: Laugh true through life. Perfect.
1: That's it. I mean, live life laughingly.
0: Live life laughing, three, uh, laughingly. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. This was fun. Whew, we've done. I, s- I can keep going. I, I know to-
1: you and I. We always are like this. <laughs> <laughs> we can cover so many different topics. But yeah, if anybody does want to get a hold of me, yeah, slash profile mm-hmm. and then you can see my speaking profile. You can see me rocking eight hundred people. You can see what I do, and uh, yeah, I've seen lots what lots of can do things.
0: You got listen. If you are in the UK or South Africa or Dubai, you def, are you still going to Thailand during gigs in Thailand?
1: I uh, I might be. My brother's there, so oh, great. yeah. So, no, I travel internationally. Cool. I'm going to go to Pakistan next month.
0: Excellent. Good. Good. Yes, I, I should have mentioned international speaker as well. So uh, follow. Stay in touch. You're, you're on Twitter, obviously. So yep. Anything she does, look. If if you ever get a chance to be in the same city, okay, stalk her. <laughs> right? okay. in a nice way always. but no it, it really is a, a new field for the majority of people who don't know what you're talking about when you say laughter yoga they're like wait a minute and I thought, I thought the same way wait. Uh, yoga? Hold oh, on, yoga. Yeah. Sure yoga. Yeah. But then you explain it to me, that it's breathing. Okay, it's got absolutely
1: it. breathing, yeah. But, the, you know, I also do happiness coaching and anything to do with the subconscious mind. I can help you. You know, a lot of people are trying to make decisions and don't know, and I can use my metaphor therapy for that. And it's just amazing. I mean, I'm so passionate about all this work that I'm doing. So, yeah.
0: It's amazing. I love what you're
1: doing. Yay. Whew. This Chill. was good. Wasn't it?
0: Yeah we have a lot to talk about after we go offline right? I'm but sure when you, were, when you were saying something earlier I'm like okay I just, came, I just came up with a multi-million dollar idea that I need to talk to her oh we've got to do that yes right now sorry
1: that means we've got to go now
0: <laughs> well, you guys are not going to hear about it <laughs> but um, yeah no that's good that's good so when you, when you, you haven't booked your flight yet yeah? no
1: I haven't I'm, I'm planning to be in the UK in March okay. um, I'm going to Pakistan next month for I've got two or three gigs there and um, I should be here again in May Okay. So yeah, anybody want to book me or find me or talk to me about anything? We should do something in May then.
0: We should do something in May. Sure.
1: Yeah, May yeah. a bu- busy month. You know? Come
0: back to me. I'll get, get you on the podcast again.
1: Yeah. We'll do it again. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, I've always wanted to get a group of people and do the joke type of laughter thing with, uh-huh. with jokes, clean jokes, vetted yeah. jokes, and we never got a chance to do. It. We should definitely try that because you will leave. Look, I've experienced it. I've experienced how it feels. It changes you. Yeah. you feel, you feel absolutely.
1: better absolutely or you can just do laugh yoga and get people to laugh without jokes
0: yeah it's even better
1: <laughs> that's what I do you don't need
0: to prepare material just show no, up
1: just laugh at life
0: okay Joe. thank take you very care. much thank you for see having me see you guys me. take Bye. care anytime of course anytime see you guys